and welcome to the Pink Isle. My name is Henry Kathman, and joining me is the... I feel like I don't... haven't complimented you in a long uh, time. No, the, I've, no, not no, at No, the, the brilliant, uh, scholarly Emma Corey. It's me, the scholarly one. Yeah, great adjective, Henry. Um, <laughs> As opposed to Henry, who was an actual teacher. <laughs> teacher, writer... All around, good, pretty good dude. Oh, yeah, pretty, pretty oh, choice dude. It's very positive vibes yeah. today as we return to the Queen of the Waves. Queen of the Waves. We were supposed to watch a Christmas movie, but we decided to push that off for the holiday season. Yeah, that felt appropriate because we looked at the future docket and that is actually the last Barbie Christmas movie for the foreseeable future. So it's like... It feels appropriate. Yeah. Also, I don't know if how much we're gonna be missing with that one. We'll yeah, have to. Who knows? It might be a hidden gem. Oh my and god! We just, like, we're missing That's it true. right now. That's. Like, I mean, I've been surprised before with the series. So yeah. Yeah. So um. Here <sighs> we've yeah. got a uh, mermaid tail. To electric yes. boogaloo. No electric boogaloo, but we yes we are returning. I mean, Barbie movies have had direct sequels before. Is it just Fairytopia, essentially? Just the Fairytopia, but for some reason there was oh, something... Oh, and the fairy secret to the... Oh, um, uh, yeah. That, that felt more like a continuation of, like, a similar... Like, I don't know. Those I mean, things it's felt a, It's so... the same characters, and, the, and it continues on yeah. things established in the first movie, That's, but... Yeah, but... Here... Kind of weirdly, since like the last few Barbie movies kind of like went off in a different direction, we are getting Mermaid Tale too. Yeah, and we're also it, getting a return of Kelly Sheridan. Yes. So. so I mean, before we get to Kelly Sheridan's return, like something that just makes me wonder is like of the Barbie movies, like the more recent Barbie movies to make a sequel to. What is it about a Mermaid's Tale that would make people like? Is it I just like- that you? Was it just that Mattel needed another line of those mermaid dolls? I think, like, those mermaid dolls are popular. Like, there's, like, a whole other, like, movie coming up that's also, like, a mermaid story. Like, yeah. mer- people love those mermaid dolls, so. Yeah, I guess so, but. They're going to capitalize on it as many times as they can, so we got a sequel. So. Yes, and at with that sequel, as you mentioned, uh, we are getting the return of traditional voice actress uh, of Barbie, Kelly Sheridan, as... What was the main character's name <laughs> in the last movie again? That's the kind of thing I swear is. It feels like it's been a while since we've seen Mermaid Tale. I don't know. It's like... Merlia. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Sounds about white. Um, the... <laughs> Who was oppressed for her pink hair streaks. For her pink hair streaks. In California. In California, yes. She was just so special. It was so hard yeah, for her. Yeah, because she's the queen of the waves, and now she's queen under the waves, as she is now not just the champ, surf champ, but she's also now next in line for the throne of the Mermaid City. World, yeah. Sephora. Whatever. I, oh, God. Yeah. So... I don't know what kind of storyline they'll have for a sequel. I don't have good hopes. Don't get me wrong. This is a movie that, like, the first movie is one that we both actually have seen before and, like, actually have, like, a decent memory of it. But, like, let's be honest here. Most of, like, the enjoyment that was had with that movie was uh, 
kind of ones taken uh, the piss out of it, and it was like when we had a guest. Yeah, so it'll be strange to like return here just on our lonesome. On our know? lonesome, but. But. Yeah. I mean, this movie came sooner than I thought it was going to be, but it it's here. It did. On one hand, the Fairytopia movies, you got like a new one every other year. Yeah. Like those came out very, very rapidly, but like for some reason they took their sweet time with this. So I guess it just begs the question of what is the story? What narrative do they wish to put forth? Uh, I assume there's going to be the dolphin's going to do something. And that sea lion's gonna do something. There's gonna be some. Oh god! Is the sea lion gonna lick the feet again? Oh no! Yeah, maybe the feet thing will return. Uh, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Maybe we'll be spared of a dumb, like, magical quest storyline. Yeah, I, I I do not know what like because a good sequel it kind of like raises the stakes. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they'll free all those political prisoners that they left in a. In the whirlpools from the last Perhaps. Movie. Or, as the movie descriptions informing me, maybe we'll get another return from Kathleen Barr reprising her oh, no. role as oh, the no, evil just... and Yeah, they're it's pulling a become... fucking fairy topia oh, on it's us. Laverna 2. It's Laverna 2.0. Oh, God. That's not... Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the optimist. I'm going to say, like, maybe it'll be a better movie than the first one. Maybe yeah. it'll pleasantly surprise us. Maybe we will. Because, I mean, Barbie, Fairytopia 2, A Mermaid Story, that one was a better movie than Fairytopia 1. Yeah. Had that so maybe they, for... like, they'll have refined the formula, like the world is established. They can maybe take the characters yeah. in new directions. And maybe it won't come off as a rip-off Shark Tale. <laughs> Yeah, but as long as uh, mer- the mermaid place, whatever, is still filled with chads. Oh, man. Oh, golden. you just know there is not a single virgin in selling that. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place today, so. Yeah, anyway, Mermaid Tale. Let's yeah. Get, let's go watch Yeah, that. let us dive into this new installment with the Queen of the Waves. See what happens with Never seen before. Surfer girl transforms into a mermaid. Ooh, who's a surfer? All the cool surfer moves, she lays them down. She transforms. Who's a mermaid? Her hair turns pink underwater. All her pretty mermaid friends love her in her crown. She's a surfer, she's a mermaid, she's two in one. Wow! Barbie and a Mermaid Tale 2 doll. Other dolls and DVD each sold separately. Mermaid Tale 2, you can own it on DVD today. And we're back. So, uh, ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> She's the queen of the waves. <laughs> well, that happened. Yeah, uh, this movie is strange. This movie is so strange. It's it, kind of nothing happens. Yeah, there are no character arcs. It's uh, a lot of plot lines are kind of brought up that you think they're gonna go somewhere but they don't really yeah it kind of feels like they didn't really know what they wanted to do it looks cheaper in some regards especially it feels with the water in effects a lot of regards. it's like in some ways it was more enjoyable than the first one just because it wasn't like 
another like generic like find the thing quest yeah. adventure but I mean, like i think the biggest thing that like made the first the mermaid's tale so unbearable was this like some of those moments where they just like drew out like the ver the especially cheesy and like uh, like like the blooming tales and the sea foras and the w swimming on sunshine like although <laughs> i i feel like I don't know. I feel like this movie could have benefited from a little bit of that cheese now. That sea cheese. <laughs> I don't want to know what sea cheese is. Okay. It's salty. <laughs> <laughs> it's sea foam. Mm -hmm. mm, okay, so... The Greek kind. Oh my god. So, this movie... I mean, so... I will say this. This movie feels very similar in more ways than one to Fairytopia to Mermaidia. Yeah, it feels like there are kind of a lot of plot points that were kind of similar to Mermaidia, especially towards the end. Yeah, because once again, we got like, it's recycling the same villain. It's having the hero basically not progressing at all, character-wise. I mean, it's better. It's got like a girl rival that becomes friends. And... A sundere. Yeah. Uh, Those but, are always fun in these movies. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Compared to Raquel from like a fairy secret and a fashion fairy tale, like th this one isn't. Hey, but this one, she's Australian though, so it's fun. Oh, crikey, matey! Uh, you better bet your britches. You bet your bottom britches that she's gonna. I think this time to stop this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Barbie Mermaid Tale Two. Too tail, too furious. Uh, <laughs> Mermaid to electric boogaloo. Yeah, electric eel boogaloo. Uh, yeah, electric fish boogaloo. Because there are those oh, in there. Oh, God. But, we'll get to those fish. Like, but, why don't we just, why don't yeah, we just yeah, jump on in? Yeah, jump on in. Swim on through. So, there's a clip show at the beginning. They recap the plot. Which is which, good for me, because I don't did not remember <laughs> much from the first movie. Yep, but... I will say this, they added this weird detail where there were these two, like, seahorses that were fangirling over Merlia. And it was just like... Yeah, you see... Okay. This movie kind of sets it up where you think, like, Merlia's whole deal is gonna be like, oh, she's gonna get too much caught up in the fame of being a yeah. princess slash surfing superstar, but... Yeah, it no. doesn't, doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, so. and you, like, I, that was something that we also expected to have happen in Fairytopia too. but they just don't seem to go there. They don't really like to paint Barbie in anything other than, like, a non-conceited way. Like, it's, and... Like, her, they, girl, her, her girl rivals turn friends can have, like, the character growth, but she, Barbie remains mostly yeah, a blank slate. Yeah, which is strange, movies. because, like, we're not too far off from A Christmas Carol, and that was definitely one of the stronger ones, but... I don't know. I it, it's it's very interesting, but the clip show happens. So long story short, Merlia, half mermaid, she returned to the sea, defeated her campy evil aunt, uh, and restored the absolute monarchy, baby. Yeah, uh, but now but it's the good monarchist, not the not bad the bad monarchist. Yeah, so yeah, she makes the special sea she semen makes that makes everything <laughs> everything good. Don't call it that. It's what it looks like. But it glows. It's what it looks I like. I feel <laughs> this conversation's over. Okay, so fast forward. We're at. <laughs> God damn it. 
Yeah, surfing contest. Surfing we get contest. introduced to her uh, her rival, rival Kylie, who's not really not really as a bitchy as your typical mean girl in these, but yeah, you know she's got a she's there. Yeah, that's kind of as and you charitable. think this movie. The movie, if any, if it's about anything, it's mostly about her and Barbie's thing, but it never really gets it never quite gets as explored like, as it should unlike, be. Like, that's the thing. Like, other Barbie movies have explored, like, those elements of rivalry. Like, a, like, a Fairy Secret was a great example of that. But, like, I don't know. Like, the lack of, like, anything on her part just, like... Like, basically, her only thing is that she's kind of jealous of Maria's success, and she's got an Australian accent, and that's about it. And she's easily manipulated by talking fish. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to the fucking talking fish. <laughs> but, so, Maria is in a competition with uh, Kylie. They do a bunch of generic, repeated surf animations. Yeah, like, we... C- I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about the surfing in the, yeah. the, these movies. And Merlia ends up winning the contest with uh, Kylie coming in second place. And Merlia's two friends from the last movie, the level-headed one and the zany one. The conspiracy theory one. Yeah, they're they're still back. Merlia's mermaid friends from the last movie. Yeah, I guess back. maybe they were just... Too mouthy Honestly, the I, I would be surprised if the writers just like forgot about them because I feel like I kind of forgot about them. To yeah, be like I I honestly forgot about. Can you them. name the, the their names slash personalities? Emma, I'm an esteemed Barbie scholar. We have done at least we're on what movie 21, 22 now. Of course, I don't remember their names. <laughs> Good, so neither do I. Neither did the filmmakers, probably. But But, so her and Kylie have a rivalry. Her uh, foxy grandpa is still here. Uh, More of him, please. Like, he's, like, like, we could use more of this, like, this Jimmy Buffett motherfucker more. Like, he's... (sighs) He's good fun, but, you know... He's only here very briefly. Yeah. But Merlia ends up with her special necklace that can turn her memory. She ends up going down to Oceana, which is thankfully spared from too many sea puns this time. Thank, yeah, but, oh, when she we goes in, a, liter- Yeah, we got a grooving song going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, this song. So Do the Mermaid is what they went with for the theme song, and, uh... What do you think of this? You know what? It slaps. <laughs> I'm glad it slaps to have me it. in the face. Yeah, it's it's got a good beat, and it's got like, a weird chanting it's underneath. It's Moana who? Oh, uh, God, yeah. no! Don't even let's not joke about. <laughs> like, uh, we'll get to it's. We'll get to the Polynesian rap in this one. It's uh. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, she, but for the surfing contest, she gets to go to Australia. And lo and surprise, also happening in that same general vicinity, in which I think the filmmakers really overestimated how close it was to Australia, Yeah, is there's this magic sea palace where her mother has to go, where she originally went, that gave her the ability to make the sea semen or whatever that makes the sea good. And... Yeah. Uh, she, and Barbie has to 
And she wants Merlia to come and watch it, though she won't make Merlia do the ceremony yet because when she did it, it made her not be able to turn into a human anymore. Which the implication is that she could transform into the mermaid freely. Yeah, so... Okay. I guess that's probably how Merlia was born, so... Unless, mm. unless her her dad be fucking a fish, but you know we will never know. You'll never know just how much. Maybe it's best I'm, we never. Know. Oh man, God, God, Shape of Water is such a good movie. Yeah, this is actually a un- sequel. Oh God, <laughs> I wish. I mean, I mean, but no. Here's the like with like the mother thing. Like, bef- I mean. This is another thing, like, this is another thing that you were under the impression that, like... Yeah, because Merlia and her mother have a fight because her mother wants her to come and watch the ceremony. But she's like, no, I got the surfing contest, which is, like, conveniently happening in the at same the place same at time. the same time. But whatever. But I want to go to surfing contest because, like, from that, from what we know, that's pretty much that's the pretty only much thing. That's pretty much all her... she has going for her. Yeah. Like, we don't know anything else about this girl. Like, we know she likes to surf. We know that basically everyone loves her. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Merlia, she just, like, I definitely feel like it's overused the way people talk about, like, female pro- yes. protagonists and being like, but Merlia just, like, doesn't really have... An arc? Yeah. And or, you think, like, and they a had, like character? They had opportunities where they could have, like, yes. set up something, but, yes. like, because yes. so, she has a fight with her mom, and her mom is like, well, I want you to go to the ceremony, because, like, like, you're, like the princess and you got to care about this stuff and she's like but i want to do the surfing because that's what i care about and like you don't even understand me mom yeah also like something that we were talking about while we were watching this some like something that they could have easily done that could have been interesting like like merlia could have been like hesitant to like go to this thing because like she doesn't really know her mom she was gone for like pretty much all of her life and like you could have set up this very interesting story where like she's trying to reconnect with her mother but like they have like those fundamental like disinterest with each other like they have conflicting like personalities and all that stuff and there's that's that sounds like it a really could have interesting, been an story. interesting movie but they had to do the movie where they just do mermaidy again where they got to bring back the villain and oh, there's like oh she's gonna do a Vaguely evil thing. Oh, yeah, she's gonna do a magic with the magic beams, yes. except they're magic balls this time. Yeah, they're kind of beams slash balls, yeah. actually. But, so uh, but there's uh, a she fights with her mom, and the dolphin sidekick tries to us. The zoom is here. Yeah, yeah the zoom and the sea lion are still here. There. Yeah. The sea lion is still here, even though the sea lion was, like, the pet of, like, the mermaids from the last movie. Yeah. He's still here, but they're not here. Thankfully, no toe-licking scenes were made in I this got, movie. There was only one barefoot scene in this movie. Oh, At the very end, we almost made it, but uh, mm. it, it follows you wherever R.I.P. R.I.P. The lack of fetish fuel in this movie. But, yeah. okay, uh, like... To your point earlier of, like, Merlia really doesn't have much of a character in this thing. Like, that is something that has been, like, kind of a problem with some of these other Barbie movies. But, like, I feel like something that these Barbie movies suffer from sometimes is that there's too much of a central focus on Barbie as the protagonist where it can sometimes feel like the world revolves around her. And that's, 
when people actually talk about like underwhelming female protagonist and stuff like that and the cursed phrased mary sue like those tropes don't like become a problem when it's just because it's a girl character the problem is is that she is like the center of the universe for i mean for the purposes of wish fulfillment that's fine but like for something like barbie when you associate with a brand like this it's it makes it just feel more like a See, everyone loves Barbie. You should love Barbie and all that stuff. But well, like they've found ways to make Barbie interesting in these movies. Yeah, like, exactly. To make it interesting, you can have a like a good character, and you make them interesting by putting them in like difficult situations yeah, exactly. and having to make decisions. Exactly. Like you could say, like they kind of leaned into a little bit of this with like Barbie, a fashion fairy tale, where she starts off like being that idea of like, oh, the thing that everyone loves about barbie she's with ken she's like a movie star she's a fashion superstar but everything is suddenly taken away from her and she realizes who she is she gets her groove back yeah, but but this movie it just it just feels like it's so uninterested in actually like trying to delve into any of any like of the, the emotions of the characters it just sort of like coast by things happen in this movie but nothing ever really feels impactful or that it matters you know or it or anything feels like it changes which mm-hmm. The people who complain on YouTube about your Rays, your Captain Marvels, your quarterings out there, your Maulers, you, like, all y'all, I... How dare you not mention my favorite YouTuber, uh, Smug Dog crossing his arms. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, uh, Intelligent Bear, or... Or... A piece of cracker with a top hat and a bow tie. <laughs> God, I freaking dare you cowards. Yeah, this is a call-out podcast of you guys. I dare you to actually watch these movies and like be able to actually find some thematic nuance in there and to actually commit to some level of critical analysis you hacks oh my god later there's a second competition in australia and in order to be in australia they do the requisite pan through of sydney showing the opera house and that's it yeah because you never see any more of australia which that might have been fun but nope it's pretty much just a generic tropical setting that could literally be anywhere literally anywhere some also, extras got australian accents yeah so. also the Great Barrier Reef is right there. You're making a movie about the health of the ocean and the Great Barrier Reef, this symbol of, like, the health of our ocean is right there. And you didn't think to make this ocean palace set in there, Mattel? Yeah, like, pretty much all the underwater elements are just, like, pretty generic looking. Yeah. Like, they never... There's only, like, a couple, like, areas. That's kind of, like, comes back with this movie feeling kind of cheap. cheap. There's only yeah. a couple of areas they go to underwater. And then, like, on land, it's essentially it's just the just beach. It's just, like, the beach and, like, this luau thing. Yeah. But but Barbie gets in her competition against Kylie, and they're going at it again, which, I mean, that's one thing. Kylie and Barbie both dish it out to each other. They yeah, like, that. I say talking. that's, like, I guess that's a redeeming factor of this movie and stuff like that. But other than that, it's just, like... But they're doing it, and Kylie, after, like, 
doing a flip or whatever, like runs into Barbie's board and it causes her to like lose her balance. balance. But she does a flip and starts doing a handstand on the board, causing everyone to lose their minds because everyone in this movie loves Merlia. Yeah. No matter what she does. And you think Kylie would get like a penalty for like doing that since it looks like she like pretty much does it intentionally. Yeah. But nope. Uh, no, I just but regardless, even though, like, she ends up wiping out, which you would think would, like, qualify as a disqualify. I don't know, yeah, but... She still gets second place. She gets Kylie second place for gets... some reason because of that headstand. And Kylie gets first place, but to Kylie's disdain, Barbie gets all the media attention and even a woman coming up to her. A woman who really looked like she was going to be set up to become some kind of villain. Yeah, or at least, like, some point of temptation. Like, who, something. A source of conflict. Anything movie. Who uh, offers her to be a spokesperson for her surfing fashion company or whatever. Yeah. It is kind of funny, though, because there's, like, a scene where, like, Kylie is, like, talking to the lady with the surf company. She's like, I can do a handstands, too. And she just, like, starts doing Starts it. doing handstands and, like... And she's just like, that's nice. <laughs> Even though she's doing it on one hand and it's just like... Yeah. That part was kind of funny. Yeah. But they have a luau. Luau. Even that. though... Th- this is all... That's... Okay. It's a, I don't know why they didn't just set this in, like, Hawaii yeah, or something. Yeah, like, Hawaii has coral reefs, you know. Also, like, you don't seem to care about reflecting real-world coral reefs or anything. Like... What, were you afraid to put too many, like, people of color in the background by setting it in Hawaii? Is that it, Mattel? I mean, Lord knows you do not show any respect to, like, actual Polynesian culture, because, uh... All right, okay, I'm gonna I'm a get into... Uh, okay, so in the... So at this luau, this is just a small pet peeve of mine, but there is... Like, the buffet where the sassy friend is, like, showing the quirky friend, like, oh, check out all this food. And they look at this little pot of, like, boiling stuff that's this mush that's supposed to look gross. And m- meanwhile, like, sassy friend's like, ah, oh, it's poi. It's a traditional uh, Australian and Hawaiian dish. It, which, I don't... Maybe there there's, like, a lot of people do eat poi in... Australia, but that doesn't feel like a thing, but they, listener, full disclosure, I am whiter than the Earth's snow. I, my parents, even though they live in Hawaii and I've spent some time in Hawaii, we are Hollies to a bone and we were trying our best and I'm not going to claim to speak to anyone of Hawaiian descent or any Polynesian viewers out there, but... The disrespect they like, even the yeah, after it pretty much goes in the whole like foreign food is, is gro- gross. Yeah, and, weird, and it's like, like, and it's just like the fact that they point out how oh, it's a delicacy, which no, it is. It's literal listener poi is literally like a special type of corn that grows in like island, like in island countries that is just ground up. And made into a soupy paste. And you can flavor it basically however you want, depending on the dish. It's, like, the consistency feels like baby food in that, like, can be a little gross. Especially when you're eating it warm. But it's, 
It's fine, y'all. It's it's just corn. Like, that's a very reductionist way to say it. Like, again, I don't want to speak on behalf of anyone, but also it it's just corn, guys. Like, hey, Mattel. Hey, Mattel. You see your lane over there? You know how you're not in your lane right now? Maybe you should go back to it. I the fa And the fact that they make, like, this such a running gag in this movie, it's so weird. Like, you could have just, like, swapped out this actual real-life dish that people make that's part of a culture and just, like, switch it for, like, oh, off, like, squid tentacle, like, fried squid or, like... Yeah, just, like, some weird, like, American, like, ignorant stuff where it's, yeah, like, I don't know. But, like, so everyone thinks it's, it's disgusting gross, except, except for the... Corky friend, yeah. Who loves it? Who eats an absurd amount of it in a way that almost borders on thinking it might be a bit fetishy, yeah. but that's neither high. I mean, the fact that it's there. like just all this like paste that she's just shoving in her mouth while making like noises of enjoyment—it's just yeah. But yeah. while they're doing that, Barbie is doing a photo shoot with the surf stuff and the evil capitalist lady is like you need to take off your necklace because i want you to wear like our necklace and barbie is like well this necklace is very important to me also it gives me mermaid power but she's not gonna say that but so i really don't want to take it off but she reluctantly relents which you think this might be like a, a plot a conflict you might say like of she's like having to like leave behind parts of herself yeah to be successful for the man exactly mm, interesting like that sounds like something that could have led to like interesting dare i say development or characterization you, you know yeah but it's essentially right. just a plot device so barbie no longer has her necklace on her because while this is all happening we see kylie moping on the decks yeah and this is when we get introduced to Oh, it's been so the long. Fish. Listener, we get a grade A. Foppish, big gay sidekick to the villain. He's got a pencil mustache. A he's pencil got mustache. Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. He's got his, his he's got pen a voice is like all like swooped this. back, like it's being combed back. Yeah, he's a. And he talks like this. You know. There is one way you could win the competition. Yes. And the great tradition of our boys like Gay Weasel. Preminger. Preminger. The region to a slight extent. Yeah, maybe maybe the one from uh, Pegasus. Well, he's more of yes. a... Yes. He's more of a Jafar in the vein. Yeah, he's, he's like aggressively straight, but also he gays, though. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> Also, I feel like there have got to be other ones. Like, I mean, we've gotten, like, some gay subtext from, like, also allies and stuff. But yeah. it, it's it's very Disney-ish, you know? It's very. But, like, this, this fucking fish. So. Yeah, they're either the main villain or they're the catty sidekick to the main villain lady who is also always some kind of middle-aged woman scorned. Yeah. Yeah, but overall, unless they're, like, the benevolent capitalist. Oh, yeah. But overall, uh, so, fish, fish dude, 
What name did they give this guy? Alistar, I think. Of course it's Alistar. Oh my god. That just screams out like fop energy to a T. Anyway. But he tells Kylie that uh, Malia's necklace gives her surfing powers. And she's like, that doesn't make any sense. You're talking to a fish right now. Does any of this make sense? Yeah, no one in these movies ever seems quite aligned with the existence of talking animals or mermaids in general. Yeah. But either way, either way. she so, is convinced by the villain to take Merlia's necklace. And she is able to swipe it from Merlia's quirky friend who is eating the poi while she is distracted eating by Eating a gigantic bowl, might I add. Yeah, distracted what? by carrying bowls of it, and she is able to slip away the necklace. And because of that, she ends up putting on the necklace and wishing that she was a mermaid, causing her to transform into a mermaid. After she, like, says, like, I wish to be, to a, be a mermaid. mermaid. Which, I wonder if it's a rule in this universe that your mermaid tail must fashionably match with your top you're wearing at the same time. Uh, it has to be. I mean, obviously, that's what uh, the previous queen did to get rid of all the infidels. <laughs> we gotta keep the city of chads, Emma! I know. The chads must remain supreme! Chads and Stacy's as far as the sea spans. Yes. No okay. room for any, any yeah, uh, but, virgins or Beckys here. Yeah, anywho. So she, anyway, she goes down to what has to be like the Marianas Trench or something. Which, which is very far away. Very, you know, very like, far away. But, not, but she finds a familiar red tornado and she's somehow, like, I will say this. I was straight up expecting her to be an evil henchman throughout this movie, but... Yeah, she just kind of, like, kind of catch on because, like, the fish got her to follow her by saying that, like, she has to follow him now to, like, find the secret or whatever. Yeah, and, and like, anytime I- she asks a question, he, he's like, the only way you'll get what you want is if you stop questioning me. But, so, she sees the big swirly tornado, very familiar as we might know, and she pretty much instantly knows, like, something fishy is going on. Would you think she would have found out that way sooner when, like, the obviously evil fish with the mustache was talking to her, but, you know. Something's fi- something fishy. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, so uh, initially she's hesitant. Apparently, she first thinks that the tornado is like a wishing tornado, but nope. Uh, she ends up backing out, and but fishy dude pushes her in, and that's apparently enough for... The evil aunt, Eris, Eris, thank you, to escape. Yeah, which that feels like a bit of a okay. That sort of undermines your whole threat, huh? Surprised no one else tried that, but whatevs. Anywho, she's uh, free now. Yeah, we forgot to mention like the ambassadors. So like, God, the ambassadors again. The world building in these in these movies is pretty vague, but we see. Merlia's um, mother and she's at the palace and we get the ambassadors who have like their own little suitcase accessories or I guess have things that help reflect the light that makes the ceremony happen. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter that much. It doesn't much. matter They're that much. The and- only comment I have to make is that they have like there was this one ambassador with a trident who was clearly modeled to look like a like 
Hawaiian person, like in terms. At least that's how she ended up looking to me. She with like, like a like an underwater Wonder Woman. She got like yes. A giant, you know? She exhumed. I wanted her, more of her in that. She looked like a cross between Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, and the I ambassadors am here looked for like it. they could have been potentially cool, but eh, no, they're just there at Any, this apparently very important ceremony that no one else ever comes to attend. It's yeah. just all in this empty space. Well, they gotta have tea, though. Yeah, but so. they also have these, like, servants who are, like, kind of look like they're, like, a different species of mermaid, where they're, like, smaller, and it's like, oh no, is this a, is this a fairy slave thing all over again? Oh, I don't no, know. No, it probably is. But they gotta, look, okay, in this all movies, they always gotta have, they, they got the regular have... Barbies, and they got the, like, little ones with the The brats heads. ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, 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 they're there, and, uh, but... It's enough for uh, her to stomp on into the ceremony, and she. Ap- oh wait, 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 wait! Then, no, I'm skipping she ahead. She goes. She is following, and she finds these like extremely large fish that have like electric, electric powers. powers? Yeah. yeah, I liked these fish actually. Yeah, I, their designs were cool kind of designs. Yeah, and they gave they're off. They're called a- like stargazers or something. Yeah, which I don't know how they came up with that name, but I guess props for originality question mark yeah, anywho but there are but they got this uh, yeah they got this intimidating leader and he, and they're like oh give me one good reasons why i shouldn't eat you and your pets and and the fish is like i am not a pet and then they do something intimidating it's like oh woof woof bok bok and starts acting like a dog and this feels <laughs> like Oh, it feels weird. We're gonna like he. We'll get. We'll put we'll a get, pin in. Put that. Put in that. Yes. But, yeah. So she's like, well, she gives us some exhibition. She's like, well, now I have this special magic where when I hit some with it, they turn into their biggest nightmare. Yeah, and it transforms this fish into like a tiny version of himself. Yeah. And it's like that actually seemed interesting like this that power to turn you into your nightmare that feels very like yeah, a good I'm way thinking to that ma- this might go somewhere interesting character yeah. wise with our main characters it yeah because it manifests the internal conflicts of the characters in an efficient way into something that can be relevant to the external plot in order to defeat the threat you have to overcome the internal plots this is like this like, is not just why it's an but essentially, neither Merlia or Kylie ever get hit by this, or no. revealing what their deepest nightmares is. Would you think, by but, introducing that element, you think that would be like the ultimate, like, oh, this is a pretty obvious way to like do some kind of like character thing down the line? Yeah, like, that's why they would set up. Because I don't understand, like, why would they Add even that. have that there, like, because. Cause they Why don't not do just anything have them be just like regular, like oh, this beam makes them frozen or something. Yeah, it, or like transforms them into what Eris wants it to be. Like, like why you don't like? It's such a v- interesting and cool concept that is just like this movie is all just like concepts or stuff that could have like gone somewhere interesting, but they just never. They do. just didn't. Yeah, but but yeah, she's but she ends up rolling up to the ceremony. She zaps everyone and. 
Oh no, Merlia's mom is now at the bottom. Yeah, Merlia's mom. Her big nightmare was like not being able to swim, so her like tail gets heavy and she just sinks down. Which you'd think that would also like manifest in terms of like her becoming introspective or something, or like maybe think about like her fear being that she'll never get to see her daughter again or something like that. Like yeah, well, something before, like. Eris came like she was talking with the dolphin and she was like I gotta wait for Merlia to come here herself to like make her own decisions yeah I think that there would be like this whole manifestation of like the mother-daughter conflict but nope yep yeah it never really comes back up so yep but either way either way there's like one where her whole thing is like oh she's beautiful and her first nightmare and she turns into like what kind of looks like a cross between the shape of water fish man and like a manatee. Okay, I was under the same impression too. Like it was still kind of endearing, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's very cute, ugly. Yeah. And like the Wonder Woman one gets turned into a coward. And the and, other like, one the is like in claustrophobic spaces and the other one slow and it's like yeah. yeah, either way, like so we get to know all the deep intimate fears of these like characters that we don't really know that anything about. That we don't about, know anything about, yeah. Very basic character stuff, but not about like our leads that we should actually like want to know about. Yeah, like, I feel like deep fears, what happened but... was like when they were writing this, like when Elise Allen by the way, Elise Allen is also writing this one, y'all. Uh when Elise Allen was writing this, like, she had that idea, but maybe, like, there wasn't enough time in the movie to get to something like that. But, anywho, the, the sea otter, sea lion goes and, like, gets Merlia, who's been f- frantically searching for this. And she ends up convincing, like, she can still breathe underwater, so she's gonna follow the sea lion down to find... Uh, find her necklace. She ends up in the trench and seeing her stuck in the tornado. So, yeah, this scene kind of reminded me of like this kind of come with the Mermaidia stuff because this scene reminded me of like the trench scene from Mermaidia where she rescues her yes! from the seaweed. It's a pretty similar scenario. Yeah, so she comes up with the idea of getting a vine and grabbing it and apparently her just climbing out is enough to like get out of the tornado but not before oh no merlia gets ends up getting sucked in and also has to climb out from the vine and as she as the sea lion and skylar are like trying to pull yeah, this movie is kind of full of conflicts that just kind of get resolved without very, anyone very having quickly. to be, like, think about like, it or, like, anything interesting. Yeah, happen. I was at least prepared to get, like, a similar arc to, like, the, like, Rox- Raquel from, like, that, but we never got that again. Then, so, yeah, at this point, it's, it comes to the question of, like, we and this movie like by the time that they start heading towards this site there is like we're halfway through the movie like more than halfway actually yeah like and it makes you wonder like what is this movie supposed to be about we mentioned at the very beginning there are no themes to this movie because Merlia isn't really like that upset with kylie for like stealing her necklace there's no conflict because kylie is pretty much like yeah i was a misled essentially but Which like still, she was. 
Yeah. But also, like, she was misled because she was jealous. Yeah. And you think, like, maybe they would, like, have a conversation about, like, their insecurities with each other at this whole surfing thing. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, try to resolve some things. But after yeah. this, they pretty much, they're just essentially friends after this. Yeah. Like, also, we established that, uh... We also established that uh, when Merlia, uh, I mean, Kylie tries to give the necklace back to Merlia, it instantly turns her back into a human and... She cannot breathe underwater. Yeah, so she has to don the mermaid tail for the rest of this move for the foreseeable future. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's at least an interesting element of conflict because it does force them to have to work together. Yeah. But... But anyway, it's decided that they're going to go and try to stop yeah. Harris from doing the bags. The, yeah, yeah, whatever. So they they swim there. And honestly, from here, it ends up being, like, pretty quick. Like, they get there. They immediately find Merlia's mother, and they talk about this. And Merlia just makes the decision, like, uh, oh, you can't get to the throne, so I am going to take the throne. Like, she just decides there. Like, no, no like, hesitation, no anything like that. She just... Besides, like, okay, this is what I gotta do. Yeah, and it's like... I mean, that's that's certainly, like, it's not unexpected, but... But it's not really, like, much of a decision, because, like, she pretty much has to. Because, like, the uh, other option is, like, letting, like, the villain win. Like, it gives you the impression of agency when, in fact, it just makes it just feel like, oh... Okay, I guess. Yeah, and they also do establish that the person who sits on the throne has to be of royal blood. Oh, yeah, you so, gotta like, get those, so those blood quantums in here. So, yeah, but how Eris is the bad royal. One true queen. Absolute monarchies are, are good because we always get the good rulers, right? Never a bad, corrupt ruler at all. Nothing wrong with sort of power structures or hierarchical thinking at all, really. It's all fun. Anywho, okay, so this, so basically they end up coming up with a plan to, like, distract the stargazers by surfing surfing on them. So they, like, get, like, the seaweed and they wrap around them and then they... Use them as mounts, and they start doing a uh, fish surfing. And that's fun, I guess. Yeah, and then when Eris sees that, she's like, "What is this, Tom? What is this?" Yes. And meanwhile, the fish is like trying to. Oh, we missed. We missed something. Once the uh, once uh, Eris like uh, imprisons all the ambassadors. Like he uh, he mentions to them, "Oh, you know." Us capturing you, Eris becoming the new queen of the sea, it's all quite shocking. (laughs) To which she responds, you don't think I would have wanted to say that? (laughs) You're stealing my camp. You can't keep hoarding the camp. Like, you gotta be able to distribute it. enough to go around these days. Such a shame. Please. If you have the time or money, please consider donating your spare camp to all of the Barbie villains in need. They do, they do make the movies way more fun. They they're... do. They really do. <laughs> but um, literally, he, he, 
I mean, what I would say, like, he's, like, a redeeming factor of the movie. What other, like, I kind of the relationship between yeah, Lily like, and Skylar. I like Kylie I, enough, Ky- I think. Yeah, Kylie, I keep calling her Skylar. Yeah. Uh, I, the final confrontation. Yeah, I like fun. this final confrontation. Yeah, it's, like, it's definitely more exciting than the first one where it's Barbie just kind of, like, yelled at her and then, like. Swam around. Yeah. That's At this one, it's like they're actually taking advantage of her skill set of those surfers. So yeah. there you go. But the fun, but at least with this, like then you get to see the ambassadors fighting back more or less, and then like that's fun. And another thing is that like as she's throwing these. She starts throwing these balls at her, and the magic balls, and Eris never hits them, and like. We talked already about how it would have been a lot more interesting if one of them did get hit and they had to overcome those deep, dark nightmares, you, you know? See, when but... they mentioned the nightmare thing, you know that I was thinking in my mind was going to happen? I was thinking she was going to get, like, she's going to hit, like, Kylie and Merlia, and they were going to turn into each other. <gasps> like, they were each that other's nightmares. That would have been and amazing! And then they would have to, like, face, like, oh my... Like, oh, jeez, we have a lot of baggage about each other. I wonder what that means. Oh, man, that would have been... Uh, See, that might have been interesting. That would have been so but, interesting! But, uh, no. But then, but then they realize, wait a minute, I don't have to fear you, because you're my friend, and, like, it's right there. Said they should just hire us to write these movies. Mattel, do it. Hit us up, God. But do you want to talk about how they do end up getting Eris off the throne? Oh yeah. The, uh-huh. So the original big stargazer that she made a little cutesy fish has been following this whole time because he's a lot slower. He's like, oh, I swear when I get them to... Except she, he's got like a chipmunk voice because of course, but he's like, oh, I swear I'm going to... I'm going to whack him. <laughs> Even though she does not, he does not have a honestly, New York accent by any stretch of the imagination. Honestly, that little fish has the only character arc in this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. He swoops in and like attacks her and that's enough for Merlia to get onto the throne and... Eris is going around like oh yeah Eris is like like going around and is about to shoot a ball at Merlia and Kylie like is about swims in the way to like stop it but she gets bucked off and like hits a pillar and you think oh shoot she's gonna hurt she's like she might die like stakes of course they wouldn't actually kill her off but it's still like oh wow like it, like you would think there'd be steak, but no, no steaks. Yeah. Instead, the... she sits on the throne, and we get another magical transformation where she transforms into her new mermaid form, complete with a rainbow tail. Oh yeah. Oh, before this, uh, Eris is like throwing like these nightmare balls around, and she hits one of the other fish, and it turns him into like the kissy fish oh, from the first the movie. The Sephora fish. And then yeah. she hits the little fish again, and it turns him into an even littler fish. <laughs> Okay, quick theory. Does that that stargazer turns into a girl fish? Does he secretly have gender dysphoria? Is his dark? Well, that's n- his like worst nightmare. So exactly. Yeah. So like, he he hasn't accepted his true se- her true self yet. Wow. So so she's so these fish should have been the stars of this movie. <laughs> Should have been about them. We're this close to just recreating Star uh, Shark Tra- 
tail. Shark, yeah. shark tracks. This, this Boldly is... going where no Will Smith fish has gone before. <laughs> <laughs> so, magic beams occur, and suddenly, Merlia is able to create mermadium. Well, yeah. She she can create the semen, and also when like uh, Eris tried to like hit her with the beam, she like sent it back, and then Eris got like fly. She manages to hit the block frames perfectly, and Mm -hmm. oh, she's able to reverse, and she's hit with her own nightmare balls, and it's revealed her worst fear is getting legs. Oh no! And this is where we do get a close up of her of her feet. Oh no! A mermaid's worst nightmare, feet in a vagina. Either way, also, like, the little gay fish, he's like, I was on your guys' side yes! the whole time. Yes, I, I was just a double agent waiting for the time to help the resistance, join the cause, and all that yes, stuff. Sir. And then, meanwhile, the zippy one comes back and it... Oh, by the way, the magic semen is enough to, like, transform everyone back to normal. Which is funny, because the little fish is like, Oh, actually, this is a pretty good look. Yeah, that's what I said, that little fish had the best character development, because he was, like, finding acceptance in his new body, and then he gets turned back. And it's just like, oh. Although... Technically, he overcame his fears. Yeah. He, uh, like, the only arc in this stupid, anyway. Yeah, so the, uh, anyway, speedy ones comes, like, you'll be lucky if I make you a pet. And then he starts, like, oh, yes, I'll be a pet. Ruff, ruff, ruff. I'm a rollover. Look at me be a pet. And it's just, like, and it gets into some, like, legit pet play type dynamics there yes, and it's this is like a regular intelligence fish <laughs> yeah like it gets into that whole thing of like these are sentient fish but they're acting like but are yeah, they think... lower class citizens what is the deal yeah i think pretty much all the sea creatures are sentient in this one except for the sea lion the for sea some lion. reason which no, is no the dog. sea lion's deep in the kink <laughs> <laughs> Like it was like the dog man from the show. Yeah! <laughs> it all makes sense. The foot licking. It all yeah! makes sense. You know, this movie, this world kind of sucks. Maybe they shouldn't want to save it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> it's, it's too bad that in order to maintain this health of our ocean, we have to placate the desires of these weird degenerates at the bottom of the ocean! This is gonna be like, in the future, James Cameron is gonna be like, finally, I've created the technology to talk to fish on my special submarine. And she just finds out they're just all the biggest perverts. They're all freaks. like, you know what? Maybe we should let the ocean die. Maybe it's not worth it. Okay. (laughs) But... So they return to the surface in the middle of the competition, and Kylie's like, "Have you, you should have your prize possession from the last movie." And Merlia's like, "Oh, it's okay. You, even though your goals were selfish at first, you've shown me that you're a true friend." And Merlia is just taking the prospect of staying a mermaid forever. 
like very incredibly well. well because well she gives like because well originally she wasn't able to transform but uh kylie had to give her the necklace back yeah. so she was able to do the full mermaid transformation but now she doesn't need the necklace to be a mermaid so she gives it to kylie First, so she does not drown instantly again. But now to keep as a keepsake, and yeah. that's that's like, sweet, I guess. But also like, yeah, and Merlia just seems vaguely bombed at the idea that she could be stuck a mermaid forever. Like because she's like essentially like, well, I guess I can't go to the surf competition now. And like, but what about like your, your friends, friends and like your, your grandfather, grandfather and like your life? Did you are are people you just gonna to- be like, whatever happened to Merlia? Oh, I guess the queen of the waves stay want, with the waves forever. Did she forever. have a job? Did she want a career? <laughs> Do, like, what? Like, movie, what is her deal? What is her, like, yeah. But, so they go back and she's like, oh, I guess you'll have to go to the surfing contest without me. And she's like, man, I wish I could turn back into a human. And she turns back into a human. So it turns out her power is innate now. And she yep. can be able, and her mother is like, well, it turned you into your true self, so I guess that's... Your yeah. true self is both a mermaid and a human, which yeah. would seem... You know, if they kept that whole thing where, like, she's torn between, like, pleasing her mother and, like, actually, like, being true to herself. Like, this... Like, she could have been torn with the world. Like, you know what would have been an interesting thing? Mm-hmm. Like, if they kept Skylar around... Kylie. But, God, wow. Why do you keep on thinking Skylar? I don't know. She looks like a Skylar. She's yeah, got that Skylar energy. Anyway, <laughs> Kylie, like, the thing that would have been interesting is if, like, similar to a fashion fairy tale, if her life on the surface ended up, like, starting to slowly suck. Yeah. Like, if things started going worse for her, like, she wasn't doing as well in the surfing thing, and, like, Kylie is, like, surfing circles around her even though she's still winning like public favors like something like that and it makes her like feel like oh maybe i should stay at the bottom of the ocean now but no they don't just that would require a story that doesn't feel like it was like made up in one session and they never really went back to it but yeah the um so so essentially her decisions don't matter because the status quo was essentially just brought back to you the exact same way it was at the beginning of this movie. All development is inconsequential and unnecessary as long as the standards of the nobility can be maintained. Yeah. like She's the queen of the way! <laughs> I guess the only difference now is like... Merliac is able to make the special the sea sauce stuff. or whatever. <laughs> and, uh... The special guess, sea cheese. And I guess she doesn't really care that much about the surfing competition anymore. Cause then she... Cause she starts, like, kneeling on her board and she's like, ah! Cause like, she's, it like, almost, making like, the... like, there's almost an infantilizing quality that is just, like, given to Merlia at that point. Yeah, and... because... So she essentially lets Kylie win because she spends the whole contest just, like watching herself make this new stuff so yeah yeah she's got magic powers now i guess so you know okay cool we never i mean she does like creating an excess of that because now you got two special mermaidium producers now does that oh anyway we're almost done so Kylie wins the competition, but they decide, like, oh, we're gonna share the award, because she... 
I mean, she ends up having a, an arc, and they both end up being spokespeople for the, the surf thing and everything. Which we, think, we we thought that would go somewhere like. I thought maybe they were going to have them like reject the spokes lady or yeah, something, or since so- she was like vaguely evil. But no, yeah. I guess like fashion designers are your friends. Yeah. Nothing exploitative or bad about those people. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the that was Mermaidia. It was a uh, mostly mostly nothing, unfortunately. It, apologies for the uh, beleaguered dust in our voice. We did record like 30 minutes before like the data was lost. So yeah, so we're... it's like this movie that already did not have much to say. It it just prolonged it. And okay, you were talking earlier about how you do not consider this the like you still consider the Barbie Diaries the worst of these movies. Yeah. But like. I like so something that we've been exploring as we've been getting into more of these recent movies like a big common problem is that like a lot of these movies like the more modern movies have been feeling like comparatively worse and people have been consistently rating them lower on like various Barbie movie tier list but part of that felt like a nostalgia for like the early Barbie movies because a lot of those tier lists would put movies that did not deserve to be up there in like the S tier like come on y'all not cra- crackers fine but it is not it's the first one that's all it has going for it y'all yeah but i mean i can kind of start see why like because i feel like a lot of those early movies they had a kind of like i there, don't know like a bit of inspiration to them yeah there like was some, some ambition there because i felt just kind of i don't know yeah it's... at that point because they needed to like actually like in order to make these things succeed like they do have to like set them apart but like and, like, we theorized at the beginning that these movies were being released in a time when, like, there weren't a lot of princess movies being released. But, like, by the time, to- like, we're- this movie was released in 2012. Like, Tangled, The Princess and the Frog, like, the Disney princesses were coming back. And it's like, I don't yeah. know. It just, there's just, like, so many ways they could have just made this better that they just didn't go with. And it felt yeah. like a very kind of confused movie. It really, like, it. you almost got the sense that it didn't know what it wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You said it wasn't, like, god-awful. No, it's just not, like, no. Like, it... It's kind of a... Some of you, I feel like you're kind of just gonna forget. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Pretty quickly. I agree. But... So, uh, what do you... What rating do you give this gem? I give this... Oh, before we get this, this movie has a post credit scene. <laughs> That continues the joke of the weird of the one. Ploy. Uh, like, and the she's ploy. using this, again, this very real dish from a very real culture of a very real marginalized group of people talking about how, oh, poi, it's, gr- it's a great snack. It's great board wax. It's a great facial. It's like... Everybody needs a poi. You pull <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> God, this this movie. I just make a fake dish, Mattel. Like, just stay in your fucking lane. Yeah. <sighs> uh, anyway, this movie, I give it a 
one and a half fish pencil mustache. I give this a poible out of five. It feels disrespectful, disingenuous, not at all accurate to how like real life events and like development or anything like that. And just overall a dish that the filmmakers portray as vomit worthy. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, what's next up? Next up, we're going to be returning to a similar well, although revisiting a classic, if you will, but the changes it will make, only time will tell, for we're going to be rocking on out to the princess and the pop star. I hear One that I have not heard very good things about. Oh, yeah, the... Not only does this movie, like, specifically call back to what is considered the best of the series, but at the same time, apparently, it remixes one of the songs from it, and it's the To Be a Princess song. Though, you know, that most beloved mo- one, like, the definitely most remembered you song. You know, they should have done a Priminger's Villain song. That would be a great, a great poppy tune to do. If they remastered Preminger and gave him a pop remix of How Could You Refuse? I would drop everything to watch that movie. I'm like, oh, man, just, I'm kind of, like like you said, Prince of the Popper is like probably the most beloved of it's, all the yeah, Barbie I, movies. I, and I'm just seeing like, what are these, they going to do? Yeah, this? after watching these movies, like, hot take, it's it's a great one. Definitely us tier up there, but like it's is in question of like is if it is the best one because honestly, like it is. It's not a perfect movie, but I see why people really. Yes, love it. I agree. I agree. Like honestly, like thinking about it, like uh, Magic of Pegasus is still like up ahead for yeah. me. I think what put Princess Popper made it so good was because of the music the music the it. music was definitely the best part and like as we can see like the music direction that they've taken with a lot of these movies has been like yeah they never yeah. really tried everything the only one that had like a similar feel of songs is like island princess but like it didn't have the songs didn't stick out nearly as much except for like a few of them yeah and now with a pop remake of it i'm just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but there's going to be only one way to find out. And if you are interested in seeing our delving into these, this next classic, a uh, couple things you could do. First, you could follow us on Twitter, at Pod, where uh, you'll be able to get updates on the latest times when episodes are released. And uh, you can follow at least me, I'm doing the plugs first this week, eh. uh, doing the, <laughs> talking about, uh, you can find all of my stuff compiled in one place at henrycathman.tumblr.com or on my Twitter at CathmanHenry. But Emma, you, I work you do- for you, the USI Shield. Yeah. You find my stuff online. You do writing. Yeah. And it's good. Thank it's, you. Like, how does it feel where, like, like, here's the thing, listener. We say a lot, like, hey, Mattel, hire us. But also, seriously, Mattel, hire us. Like, we, 
we are shameless in our love for Barbie. Yeah. In terms of these movies. I'd love to make one of these movies. I would love to write one of these. Like, we're, we ought to just, like, sit down and write a screenplay of something sometime. Barbie and Les Miserables. It's coming. <laughs> All right. You know, if we goof enough about it, it's going to become a real thing. <laughs> I hope you're ready to make that commitment, Emma. I'm ready. But if you are interested in us delving into this Victor Hugo adaptation, Barbie Les Mis, like, I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but, like, consider sort of supporting me and what I do on the internet on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Henry Kathman, where you'll be able to access material ahead of time and be able to ex- access exclusive content for only $1 a month. Just a single dollar. And, like... Even if it's, like, something small, like, I would still appreciate it. But, like, whatever support. Even if it's just listening to the episode and rating us on your podcast platform of choice and all that stuff, we really, really appreciate you guys. Like, I know it might... I know, like, some of these latest episodes have been, like, delving into a lot of negativity with this, and... I know, but we we, do this because it's fun. Yeah, yeah, like, believe us. Like... Part of me is, like, hoping that we will be able to stumble upon one of those so-bad-it's-good Barbie movies. And yeah. we haven't maybe gotten... maybe one that's genuinely good. Yeah. Like, I am I am very open to both of those things. Mm-hmm. Ideally, the latter one, but yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, I guess it's time to make like a mermaid and toss myself into the sea. <laughs> mm. Make like some sea semen and leave. Goodbye! (laughs) 